most clearly. And we'll sing a song and do a podcast most dearly. Are you ready for this, Mr. Felix? Do you think I got a good voice or I've just lost my mind? I think you lost your mind, to be honest. Do you? Yeah. Well, welcome to episode five of the podcast. Yep. Welcome to episode five. Skip's weekly podcast. Yes. Uh, during which, yes, another week, oh. another... Dog barking outside. Another dog barking outside, one chewing a bone at our feet as we speak. And that's about the highlight. Yeah. Actually, um, Felix, I did something. It's going to be a shorter podcast today, shorter and sharper and sweeter. Yeah. We're not going to do the um, Eurojam podcast this week because I haven't had a chance to do the interview with yes. Abby. We're going to do Eurojam podcast in the next episode. Epi- episode Cease. Cease. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How did we both do that then? Because I sort of just copied what you said. Oh, all right. Whilst you yeah. said it. Are you all right? Um, yeah. I'm yeah. Right. Good. So um, today we, we have got a few things to do though, and um, and that'll be fun. Yeah. Can't wait. No. But what's been your highlight of the last uh, Vodka, as they say in German? I don't know. Week. Yes. Um, was it me cutting your hair? I made a film. Oh, you made a film. It's a very yeah. good film. Thank you. I, I play a bit of a baddie in it, though. You're not bad. Yeah. You're just not very nice. Kind of amounts to the same thing. Um, so uh, that is, a, obviously, I'm an actor in the film. Yeah, it's a lovely film, actually. Yeah. And can we see that? Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's on YouTube if you type up. Uh, the Somber Scale, that's the title. The Somber and it's, Scale. The channel is... Uh, Alliteration. Dead, Dead Lake Media. Dead Lake Media, is that like your thing now? Is that what you're calling it's, yourself? I like that. Yeah, it's smart. It's me and Isaac. Very good. Well, okay. This there. week, I decided that I needed to demolish my old sailing dinghy, which, to be honest, is beyond repair. Well, I don't know. Someone with great skill may have been able to repair it, but in the current situation, mm-hmm. uh, it's not like I can get it to them. So I decided to demolish it. Um, and of course, it was only when I demolished it with you that I thought, oh, what do I do with the demolished boat? And it's only in a lockdown situation where you have to cut up an entire sailing dinghy oh, yeah, into that, yeah. A5 squares that can fit into bin bags. Well, we did it. Well, I cut it into tiny squares, but yes, we did. We demolished mm. it. Well, there we go. I'm, what should we do first? I think I want to talk about badges. Let's talk about badges. Onward. And under forwards. So, you can hear the dog chewing. Mm, <laughs> Here we are, and this section is called Badge of the Week. Yeah, my voice isn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know, today. you normally jump into it with far more enthusiasm yeah, than that. No, has yeah. to be said. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, um, well, recently, yeah. I, saw, I saw something saying that um, we'd be... Uh, when we turn to society, mm-hmm. which hopefully will be sooner than most people think, yeah, um, we won't be having to wear ba- uh, masks. We have to wear masks like Batman. I was thinking more Slipknot. We'll all be superhero Slipknot. We'll all be superheroes or heavy metal stars. Yeah, well, there is a possibility that socially um, we may have we may have to for a while wear masks, um, and of course you don't want to sort of take all the supplies from 
the NHS. And I heard an article this week that said that actually, and I, this was from a proper scientist as well, but homemade masks are just as effective uh, outside in the world as long as you know how to wear and use them. But did yeah. you know this, Felix? Yeah. They don't necessarily stop you getting. What do they do? They stop you giving the virus. Uh, so if everybody wore one, mm-hmm. then we'd definitely be in a better place. Yeah, exactly. Of course, if you Brandon sneeze. Brandon needs to wear one right now. She's being so loud. <laughs> she is chewing a bone. Yeah. So um, I suggest that this week we look at the craft badge. Yes. Um, what do you think? Um, yeah, we make a mask. Do you want to do your reading? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, what? Brand, uh, tea cake outside. She's, uh, she's barking. Yeah, well. You read it, right? I'm going to go and let the dog in. Yes, okay. go for it. Oh, read oh, the badge. Oh. Yep. What are you all doing that? Um, read the badge. Okay, great. Um, I'm walking off. I'm going to let the dog in. Okay, I'm going to read you the badge now. Um, so, it's a craft. It's a, it's a craft badge. Uh, uh, so, right, here's some items you can make. So, a container using a basket, uh, using basket making, wood turning, pottery, a belt, um, a bag. Oh, tea cake! Stop walking on the mic. A belt, a bag, a wall hanging, um, a wall hanging, a table mat, an item of clothing. Um, anything really, but if we're going to focus gonna make on mask. masks, yeah, we're going to be focusing on masks. Yeah. So, um, so I, I've already made a couple. Um, yeah, you have. I have, yeah. So actually, uh, at the moment online, there are um, some really good YouTube clips of how to make a mask. You can hand stitch them, or you can use sewing machine if you've got one at home. Um, but what you basically need is something like old pillowcases. They're perfect material, just the perfect material. There isn't actually a best material for making a mask, mm -hmm. but the ones that I that I chose on YouTube, you've got three layers of material because you've got a kind of outside layer, a lining, and then there's a pocket that goes on the inside of the mask into which you can insert a tissue, which gives you an extra filter. Oh, right. Okay. So all you need is um, pillowcase material or old clothes if you want, and um, some elastic. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you probably find that right now. And then um, what you'll do is on on if you if you Google it, you'll find some really nice designs. I don't. I think the ones that kind of fit over your nose and stuff that are kind of um, what's the word? Like the sort of masks a cyclist will wear mm -hmm. are easier to make than the ones that have got like all the uh, ple pleats in them. Oh yeah, the medical ones. Um, and just they're just as effective as well. Great. So oh, I've got an idea. What's that? Well, the other thing when we were looking at this for the idea of a craft badge was that um, you can. Uh, someone talked about creating mask trees. What? Well, where you industriously make loads of masks, mm -hmm. and you hang them on a tree so that all your neighbours can just have one. Wouldn't they just become like? I don't know where that mask has been. Well, you can wash it. I mean, if they're brand new and there's a sign there, you do. Okay. Well, if you enough. say these have been made very carefully, wearing gloves. Yeah. Whatever. Then yeah, it's all right. So I was thinking okay. we could have like a mask fence, maybe, or a mask gate along the scout hut, 
mm-hmm. or a mask box or so or just somewhere where people can well, so we make time? masks what time is it now well we, we that that clock is wrong i need to set the time on it it's um we are making it late today it's going to be up late today because i've had lots of student work tomorrow mm-hmm. so there you go that was badge of the week and it's your craft badge oh, craft so badge. why don't we all start making masks. um colorful lovely creative masks and you might even be able to put the scout logo on them that'd be pretty cool that would it? be very cool and uh, we can make them for our families and our friends and that'd be brilliant and for that we will stick a great big craft badge on your uniform which you will have to then sew on but it's all right because you'll be a brilliant sewist. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Great. And that was Badge of the Week, Felix. Badge of the Week. If your life's not full of nuts, then you're missing out on lots of ways to attach things that you like. Or maybe even fly a kite, make things good. Make things fine Maybe tie a knot in your fishing line Tie a knot It's not of the week Right, so you know I've got that um that necklace which you got me um, not that long ago. It has like, um, it's like Thor's Oh, he's got the Hammer of Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you like the Marvel films and I thought, oh, I'll get you the Hammer of Thor. Yeah, the actual Nordic one as well. Yeah. Not actually the... No, it's a nice one. Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. So well, like the one that's on a kind of leather-ish sort of lanyard thing. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. um, you know, uh, when, I'm, when I'm tightening it up, it's, it's on a long string. And um, uh, on the string, uh, there's, there's two knots on it. Uh, and... That's, oh yeah, I know what you mean. It's called the Englishman's knot. Is it really? Yeah, it is. So that knot where you can kind of pull it tight, um, you put it around your neck, and you can sort of you can adjust the length of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, that's the English Englishman's knot. The Englishman's knot. Very and nice. It's I known didn't know that. variously as the fisherman's knot, but the um, and the water knot. Um, uh, the formation is ideal for joining relatively white, lightweight rope or angling lines or a necklace. So if you good. wanted to make a necklace out of this, some string, this would probably be the way because you can tighten it and then tighten it. Oh, my voice. Okay, very good. <laughs> right. So first, place the ends of the two... Oh, two hang on, I'll, okay, get my, okay, right. hang on, I'll get my string. Okay. okay, I've got my string. Okay. Place the ends of two ropes parallel to one another. Right, so as if it had gone round your neck, so they're kind of both facing in both directions, yeah. and I've got them one on top of the other. Yeah, I've got, got done that. Allowing about roughly 12 inches. 12 inches? I don't think the whole rope. thing's that long. I'm going to use, I'm going to do it about six inches because it's quite small and little. It's like shoelace. It's, it's quite, it's quite well, I don't know. You'll see. Um, 12 inches is probably better because then you've got more rope to tie. Because it's basically. 12 inches is long for, long for necklace. All right, carry on. Yeah, well. Take up one rope um, and okay. form the uh, an overhand knot around the second note. Right, so that's like a really basic knot, isn't it? Where you just kind of... So I've got the other rope, so I'm going over it and then I'm putting it back through itself. Yeah, so basically you've got two ho- hoops connected to each other. Yeah, so this is the, the most basic knot. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't do it's that not even a knot yet. It's, it's, sort of, it's kind of just... Okay, so the second one, I'm wrapping it around the opposite... Um, facing piece of string and I'm pushing it through the hole and pulling tight. Right, it might so get a little bit I've complicated now. Knots. Okay, so repeat this with the second rope, so like you just yeah, did. Done it. 
Okay, it might get a bit complicated now. Why? It's done, isn't it? Because now... It's finished, isn't it? Because if I pull it now, they'll just slide together. Look. Oh, oh yeah. Well, it says here... And then I can pull them open pull again. To pull on the parts to secure the formation. Yes, yeah, so and now, now you've secured it. Yeah, because if it was if it was like a fishing line, you'd want it like pulled together. But on your neck, like for a piece of leather, you can adjust it. You can open it again. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I think we described that very well for radio. Yeah. Well, well done, Felix. Good, good luck to everybody trying to do that. <laughs> ha -ha. Well done, Felix. That was a fantastic gnot of the week. Thank you very much. Gnot of the week. Gnot of the week. No, Canot of the Week, because it's like King Canute. That doesn't make any sense. Sorry to tell you. Hey, Felix, it's time for the News Bulletin. Here comes the jingle. Well, I like having a jingle. Yeah, it's a jingle. jingle yeah. All right, uh, headlines... Haircut failures. Haircut failures. NHS claps getting louder. Starlink satellites and new NASA launch with SpaceX. Mm -hmm. TikTok dance to the weekend. And Venom on holiday. Very good. So we go to the first one. Haircut failures. Um, I saw online uh, loads of pictures uh, beginning to emerge of the most horrific attempts at haircuts that are beginning to happen um, four weeks into lockdown. Mm, I'm seeing quite a few as well from my friends. I, I've given you a haircut this week. Did quite it a good job. Wasn't too bad, yeah. So, uh, Thursday nights are NHS clapping nights. And I don't know everyone else, but in our street, they're getting louder. I think they are for everybody else. People well. are using whistles, bells, car horns. They're using... Um, there's even been a couple of fireworks. There's been loads of fireworks. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. so that's good. They're, they're getting louder is good. Mm. Um... Starlink satellites. Oh, I need to talk about this one, don't I? Because you... Um, I, I didn't see this one. Right, well, Elon... NASA announced this week, right, that they're going to start launching their own spaceships again, but they use, they're doing it with SpaceX, which is Elon Musk's company. Oh, wow. Right, so they're ready to launch. So they've got a new rocket, and they're going to be launching in the next kind of um, year or so, I think. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I might have the timing wrong for that, but really soon. But meanwhile, Elon Musk has, has launched all of these satellites called the Starlink satellites. And they look like a kind of chain of lights moving across the sky. And you can see them uh, throughout this week when the sky is clear. That's great. Yeah, it's good fun, isn't it? Yeah, well, um, the TikTok dance to the weekend, very big craze at the moment. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think I might have to have a go at it. <laughs> right, Scouts, want you all to have a go at the TikTok dance to the weekend. Yes, that sounds like a great idea. It is, it's a good idea. I think we should all do it. It's a great song anyway. It's like being back in the 80s, that song is. Mm. Uh, Felix, what's this Venom on Holiday thing? Um, so basically, not long ago, some of the scouts might have heard of this, um, a person posted on the internet, um, they, they found on a beach um, a substance, a black substance that was moving and it looked a lot like um, a Venom from Spider-Man. <laughs> right. Um, so the, the internet went a bit crazy about that, and there was a big discussion about what it was and whether venom was actually in the earth. It's actually bootleg worm. Bootleg worm. Yeah, which all move They're like together. the name of that. No, it's not very nice. <laughs> not very nice. So the worms all move together. Yes. In the like substance that yeah. looks like venom. 
That doesn't sound very nice. And that's the end of our North Bulletin for today. There you go. There we go. Well, we've whisked through today. Yeah, we have. We have. So uh, it's time for uh, the next chapter. What chapter? See how far we get. In um, Buckle and Squash and the Monstrous Smoke Dragon by Sarah Courtauld, which we get to read, Felix, courtesy of full permission from Macmillan Books and Sarah herself, which for which we're very, very thankful. Thank you very yeah. much. So that makes our yes. um, scouts very... So anyway, uh, last week, as you'll remember, uh, Bonnet and Clive, who work for the um, rather wicked... Um, um, what's he called? Mordaunt. Mordmont, Baron Mordmont, mm-hmm. was were sneaking up on Lavender, who was um, skipping around uh, pretending as a pretend princess looking for a prince and they were kind of creeping up on her so we're on chapter six in which eliza gallops actually on a gleaming white steed yeah yeah so uh, whilst they were um creeping up on lavender eliza was racing through the countryside to rescue her sister on the back of a gleaming white steed she was riding like the wind riding so fast her eyes streamed and oh wait no she wasn't she wasn't even riding like a light breeze because Eliza didn't have a gleaming white steed after all what she did have was a grumpy brown goat come on Gertrude she said let's go she was sitting on the back of Gertrude in Gertrude's pen and Gertrude wasn't moving shrugged Gertrude come on don't you care about lavender at all don't you want to hear her singing ever again and at this, Gertrude sat down, rested her head on the ground and shut her eyes. What if she's lost and never comes back? Just think about that, said Eliza. And in reply, Gertrude started to snore with the ghost of a smile on her face. It was fair to say that Gertrude didn't always enjoy spending time with Lavender. Only last week, Lavender had decided to put on a play of Cinderella and had made Gertrude and Eliza dress up as the ugly sisters. And the week before that, she'd dressed Gertrude up as her fairy godmother. And the week before that, she'd dressed her up as her delightful French handmaiden, Lucille. And it seemed as if Gertrude was going to need a little bit of persuading. But then Eliza had a brilliant idea. She dashed into the house, and in two minutes she was back with one of Grandpa Joe's old fishing rods and the smelliest sock she could find. And as if by magic, Gertrude opened her eyes and leapt to her feet. They were on their way, because Gertrude liked smelly socks. So Eliza and Gertrude trotted along through fields and valleys and fields and then more fields and then some more fields, then a couple of fields and after that some more fields. It was a farming area and everywhere they went Eliza asked, have you seen my sister Lavender sort of annoying, sings a lot, wears a pointy hat? But everyone said no, 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 no and and we're a leper colony. Run away while you've still got legs. And that's the end of that chapter, actually. So chapter seven is in which there really are dragons. Now, at the edge of the forest, Lavender was smiling. At last, she thought to herself, the forest of toothy, vicious and flatulent dragons. She stopped to read the sign. 
This is the forest of toothy, vicious and flatulent dragons. Do not enter. And ten steps behind her, Bonnet and Clive stopped too. What if she turns round? hissed Bonnet, suddenly frightened. I'm not ready yet. She'll see us. Don't worry, Clive hissed back. She turns round. We'll just pretend to be sparrows. Oh, okay then. But Lavender didn't turn round. She started to walk into the forest and beamed as she read the next sign. Seriously, run away before you get eaten. And the next one. Who do you think is writing these signs? The only vegetarian dragon in the whole forest? And the next one. Fine, ignore me. Get eaten if you like. I'll just get back to making my quilt. quilt. Lavender kept smiling as she walked deep into the dark, gloomy forest. Before long, she had found exactly what she was looking for. A cave. She checked it against the picture book in her book of fairy tales. It was perfect. It had piles of bones strewn around the entrance and low purring sounds coming from inside it, as if the cave was full of cats. <laughs> giant cats who had giant claws who smoked a hundred cigarettes a day. So she tied herself to a nearby rock, placed some assorted meats on the ground next to her and decided to wait patiently until she was attacked by a dragon because then she knew she would be rescued by a prince. And as she waited, she read another fairy tale, which reassured her that a handsome prince would be on his way to rescue her very shortly. And soon she was so excited that she started to sing. I can't wait to be rescued by a prince. If he's bonkers, I won't mind. If he's a prince, he will be kind. And handsome and lovely, and handsome and good. He'll have arms and legs just as he should. And ankles and feet, and he won't be made of wood. He will be a prince. And inside that dark, mysterious cave, a dragon pricked up her ears. In fact, there was more than one dragon inside the cave. There was a mother dragon, and snoozing on her head was a baby dragon. And there's a drawing of them. They look pretty good, actually. How sweet, you might think. But then, well, you'd be an idiot. Because they were dragons. And after three weeks of a child's fire-breathing tantrums, the mother dragon had just managed to get her baby to sleep. Peace. Finally a moment of peace, she thought. It had been a long three weeks. When her baby dragon cried, his flaming tears set fire to things. When he sneezed, his flaming snot set fire to things. When he was sick, his flaming vomit set fire to things. And by things, I mean his mother. The only time that the baby dragon wasn't setting fire to things was when he was asleep. And now, finally, he was. Peace. The mother dragon fought again. Peace. Lovely, quiet, flatulent peace. For apart from the low burble of dragon farts and the peaceful sound of dragons sharpening their teeth and snacking on the occasional traveller, the forest was lovely and quiet. And then she heard a terrible sound. 
Was it a bear sitting on a hedgehog? Was it an elephant weeping over his maths homework? Was it a rhinoceros being forced to watch Swan Lake? Whatever it was, it had to be stopped. Now, before it woke her baby up. So, as softly as she could, the mother dragon put her baby down, slipped out of the cave and saw, tied to a favourite rock, a small strange creature in a tall pointy hat, making the most truly terrible sound that she had ever heard. And next week we'll find out what happened to her. There we go. That's another podcast. Very good. Weekly podcast. Uh, can't wait yeah. for next week. For well, next week, I, we need to do Euro a bit of research because we're going to do a, a Euro Jam podcast next week. Great. Yeah. Can't wait. So it's going to be all things Pol Polish food, mm -hmm. Polish culture, Polish language, mm -hmm. um, and facts about Euro Jam. Great. So that'd can't be good. Wait. I can't wait either. So it's bye bye from me, and it's bye bye from me. No, <laughs> no. You say it's bye bye from him, and it's bye bye from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bye. Right.